0: The FT.
1: This column has so far scrupulously declined to chart the peril laden voyage that marks the passing into adulthood of Miley Cyrus. It's been a rambunctious affair, her every hormonal surge seemingly designed to capture the attention of the world's media outlets. There has been controversy along the way. Outraged American moms groups are unhappy that girlish charm should be so vulgarly traduced by womanly cravings in public. Best for those awkward transformations to take place behind closed doors, they say. Role models should stick to their roles or disappear from view. Miley refuses to do either. She is rude and wants you to know it. Now, in a move that forces her onto the agenda of these august pages she's trying out as a contemporary artist. Her debut show, Dirty Hippie, is a collection of erotic sculptures that are crafted from the everyday materials that surround her stellar life. The garishly coloured plastic goods, were this a serious art review, we would be compelled to call them found objects, include a vibrator, a marijuana joint, a pineapple and some party hats, assembled with a contemptuous dismissal for conventional art making. The works were first seen at a fashion show during New York Fashion Week and are currently on display at the city offices of V magazine, to which Cyrus has given an exclusive interview. This is what she has to say about her art, with one or two expletives deleted. This seems so lame to say, but I feel like my art became kind of a metaphor, an example of my life. I hated 2014 because everything that could go wrong kept going wrong. Being in the hospital, my dog dying, everything just kept shitting on me and shitting on me. So then I started taking all those shit things and making them good and being like, I'm using it. My brother and my friends all said that's what they felt I was doing, so that's how I started making art. I had a bunch of junk and shit, so instead of letting it be junk and shit, I turned it into something that made me happy. The singer also reveals that the pineapple was chosen for its well-known erotic qualities. You either know or you don't. If you're in an American mums group, don't ask. And says she has started a dabble in art to find some intellectual credibility. That's my goal in life, she says, to not die a pop-pop dum-dum. Now, I haven't seen the show and can only say that the photographs of the pieces make them look wretched and a bit sad but there are two striking things to note about dirty hippies. The first is that Cyrus, who is not formally trained and does not display a conspicuous knowledge of art history, is speaking in a perfectly conventional way about her art. She has assembled objects from her daily travels with a view to finding a transcendent quality in them and uses the exercise as catharsis. Nothing strange here. Indeed, we may argue that the wretchedness and sadness of the whole affair is in fact an acute commentary on the hellishness of Miley Cyrus-level celebrity. She hints as much herself. They say money can't buy happiness, and it's totally true, she says. Money can buy you a bunch of shit to glue to a bunch of other shit that will make you happy. But besides that, there's no more happiness. The second theme to emerge from the show is the confirmation that contemporary art has definitively replaced rock and roll as the go-to art form for young people with no particular talent but plenty of attitude to express themselves. From its origins in the 1950s to the burning comet that was punk, rock and roll inspired energetic imitators who stood in front of mirrors and said to themselves, I can do that. Nowadays, everyone wants to be a contemporary artist. It pays well and requires apparently little effort it's an art form of its time where rock and roll was the primal scream of nonconformity contemporary art is the deft assemblage of the millions of pointless objects and images that zip around the world more quickly than we can properly process if we needed any proof of this cultural shift on the very day of the Miley Cyrus show opening, that ageing silverback of popular culture, Keith Richards, came onto the BBC's Today programme to talk about his new book, Gus and Me, the story of my grandad and my first guitar. He was softly spoken and rather charming. The 70-year-old guitarist explained the motivation behind the book. I suddenly thought about grandfathers, he said, and the relationship between grandchildren and grandfathers and what a great thing it can be if it can happen. Spookily, his granddaughter Ella was preparing for her debut as a model for New York Fashion Week, ready to plunge into the world of Miley Cyrus and her erotic pineapples. This growing up isn't so bad after all, said the Rolling Stone of the energising effect of his newfound vocation. Tell that to Miley. It would be pop pop dum dum for her not to listen. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO, Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.